What is up, work people? Yo, what's up, everybody? I hope everything is amazing for you all, as always. I am your host, the Honorable OCT Octavius Hay, and this is the Whack Ass Podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So without further ado, let's talk whack to him. All right. So listen, man. Beyonce. Beyonce had a performance in Dubai. Big deal. She had Blue Ivy caught her out there and think she was paid like $24 million to perform in Dubai for her fans that live in Dubai. Nice time. Brought her daughter out. Everybody was bigging it up. I think she gave her daughter like a big amount of her money. Probably going to be in her savings for when she get older. At least that's what I heard. I don't know how true it is, but she got paid a pretty big bag for a pretty big performance. And you know how Beyonce does it. She only can do her performances one way, and that's big. And that's being the queen bee that we all know she is. Love Beyonce, my Virgo sister. Now, I didn't think that there could be any type of controversy from this. And when I first heard about this, I didn't think that much of it. I was like, all right, cool. Never in my mind did I think I was going to be talking about this on the podcast. But then, lo and behold, here comes some people. It's always got to be a problem. It's always got to be a problem. So the LBGTQ community had to come out. They're upset with Beyonce for performing in Dubai. I guess they're very much homophobic out there against, you know, gay people, transsexuals, and this against the whole LBGTQ movement. So that country is, or people, or whatever. So they're upset about that. Now, my thing is, I understand that you want to be included. And if you say that you're this person, this is how you, this is your lifestyle, this is who you are, you don't want anybody to feel, make you feel like you're wrong for feeling that way. You're not, or being who you are, and you're not wrong. You do what you do, that's fine. And you can say, hey, Dubai people, I don't fool with them because they are against me, and yada, yada, yada. But the thing is, Beyonce's performance was not at a anti-LGBTQ community uh, rally or anything like that. As a matter of fact, Beyonce has been one of y'all biggest supporters. Beyonce went out there to entertain her fans, entertain people that like her in that country. That has absolutely nothing to do with your sexual preference. Her entertaining fans of her music that had nothing to do with any type of sexual preference at all at the event does not hurt you. If anything, what it shows is for somebody like Beyonce, who is such a huge proponent for gay rights for the LGBT community's rights, who expresses that in her music and just in general for her to still be invited and to still get $24 million from a place that knows how she's, what she stands on things like that. She let you know that she's actually helping. Her presence is actually helping because there would have been a time where somebody like Beyonce would have never been allowed to perform somewhere like that because of her affiliation with the LGBTQ community and the movement and standing up for it, you guys. But instead of looking at it like that, everybody wants to be the victim. And I hate saying that because people are victims. But sometimes, sometimes you can live in that and you can create something out of nothing. And I do believe in this instance that is going on. I do believe the LGBT community is playing a victim to the extreme to a point where you're hurting somebody who's an ally who stands with you. And I honestly think that you guys should just shut the hell up and stop whining about every damn thing. You want control of the whole goddamn world? You want control of everybody's every action? She's out there with fans who love and support her music. The same music and the same platform that she uses to uplift your community and your fight, your movement. 
And you want to go ahead and get mad because she performed out there? Well, let's play. Let's lay the rules because there's places in America that don't allow gay people to have all the rights that they want. So she can't perform there, right? Let's make that. Give us the outline of where people can't perform, who they can't perform for. Why don't you go ahead and start being prejudiced and telling people what they can and can't enjoy, right? Since so that'll make you feel better, right? Is it that you want to be the bullies because you feel bullied? Or is that you want equality and everybody to be accepted? Because if it's all about loving each other, then an artist going out there just purely for love and has no intentions of disrespecting your community and actually supportive of your community shouldn't be a problem to you. But if all you want to do is either be the bully back or just play the victim and whine and cry about everything with no resolution, then I guess you're doing a good job for those who complain. Again, well, actually not again, but let me let me make this clear. I do not believe this is the overwhelming majority of LGBT community or or people behind the mute movement. I do not believe there's the overwhelming majority, but I think it's because it's loud enough that it's become an issue. And I think those people need to be shamed for trying to cause drama from something that that has no drama. Again, Beyonce is a supporter, and I really hope that the gay people the and all the rest of the LGBT community are standing up for her and, and chastising those who are trying to cause something. Like, honestly, shut the hell up. If you're trying to make this Beyonce thing something more than what it is, it's not an attack against your rights. It's not at all. It's a performance for fans of her music. Plain and simple. And if you can't get over that, actually, let me say this. If you can't respect that, your whole perspective is whack. Now, you know we got to talk about Adam 22 and the drama that is going on at No Jumper right now. Adam 22 is looking like the slave masters working these Negroes, not for cotton, but for views, for clicks, for likes, subscriptions, and comments, baby. <laughs> and of course, the most recent, the most recent thing that happened in the No Jumper space was when Adam 22 has some transgender women come onto his podcast. I think it was the No Jumper podcast or one of the shows on there. And they proceeded to out, or one of them proceeded to out House Phone, who was one of the people with No Jumper, one of the many employees of No Jumper, and actually was there pretty much from the beginning, grinding with Adam 22 and building up No Jumper to what it is. So she outed house phone house phone who has a female from birth woman that he's dating house phone who has never said he's into any of this type of stuff out some adam 22 says he tried to cut out all the parts or that he did cut out all the other parts where house phone was named and they was just kind of gonna try to work around that without him being exposed but one little bitty like under the breath comment mention of his name pretty much told everybody what it was and this became a whole big thing. House phone had to come out and admit the yeah, that happened, yada, yada, yada. Everybody's going back and looking about the stuff that happened with Lush with his relapses and all that. Everybody's going back and looking about how Flacco's been mistreated and disrespected and how that almost got into a, a, caused a fight between Flacco and Lush. Now, look, if you don't know No Jumper, all these people are employees of Adam. And it seems like at No Jumper, they're all kind of, they're all willing to put the other put their other team members down for likes and validation on reddit and youtube and all this other stuff and getting comments and clicks and adam for the most part 
if you listen to Adam when he talks about his stuff, he's always downgrading everything. Even his, even when you he talks about what he did to House Phone by pretty much outing House Phone for at least at one point trying it with the transgender woman. He still tries to downplay it. It was like, oh, we tried to cut everything, you know, and I sent the text messages telling them that we tried to cut all this and yada, 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 and just a little bit of it got out. And instead of, I felt like he just kind of was like, well, it happened. I mean, I tried to stop it, but I couldn't. So I feel bad, but it is what it is. And and always like kind of dismissing it. But, but meanwhile, while Adam is pretty much dismissing all these issues, his workers are not. One of the other people that's a part of No Jumper AD has been talking about this and has pretty much been very adamant about not liking the way things are going on in No Jumper. Not only him, but Flacco has said that. Lush has said that. Um, a lot of people. House Phone has said that. Everybody's talking about how it kind of seems like you on edge up there because you never know when you're going to be attacked by somebody in your own camp. You know? And... If I was Adam, I would try to nip that in the bud. I think that they should have a team meeting. I, they have, the, the the people at No Jumper have alluded to the fact that they got cool and they all did have conversations and talk. But this house phone thing has kind of re-engaged all that. Now, Adam, I was with you when you went on the Joe Budden podcast and you defended uh, airing out clips of Kevin Samuels after he passed away. Aaron out clips from when y'all had y'all conversation on your podcast. I defended you on that because I didn't think that that was wrong. I thought that that's what you do when somebody passes away. You, if you have footage of them, you put it out there and, you know, talk and, let, and give people game. Everybody not, may not have seen that. And people are looking for stuff about this person when they pass away. I get that. So I felt I felt you on that. And I still agree with that. But I am now starting to wonder if Joe Button's overall point about you was correct he was just using a bad example because this stuff that's happening right here this stuff that's happening right here you have people in your offices getting jumped and you airing that get or not getting jumped but getting punched by your employees and you airing that you have your you have people antagonizing your your employees other employees trying to out them for living in a different place that they say that they do flacco when he got outed because he said he lived somewhere else and they got reported he ended up living in another state or whatever. And just trying to shame him and 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 and, and bullying him a little bit. And you got Adam say, Oh, I don't think it's bullying. Listen, when if no matter what the situation is, even if you don't think it's a big deal, if the person that you're targeting does think it's a big deal and you continue to do it and you see that it's affecting them in a negative way, it's bullying no matter what it is. And that's what AD was talking about. And AD pretty much said, bro, I'm not going to stay here if this continues to go on. And I don't blame him because it is ridiculous. House phone girl even went off and, and she said she don't believe Adam. House phone girl said, I don't believe that you didn't know that that was going to happen. You knew that she had something to say about him. The transgender girl did say something about house phone in a, on Instagram or Twitter or something like that. It was like, um, ask house phone about me or something, you know. So you already knew that the clout was there. And to even continue with the interview as she constantly brings this man up and you have all these people in the studio hearing this, I don't know. All I know is, Adam, if you're sincere about not trying to use your employees and not trying to spark 
you know, drama within the home for ratings and views. If you're sincere about that, then something's got to change. And you have to be a little bit more understanding and a little bit more compassionate to their feelings, man. Because you're coming off as nonchalant, not caring. And a lot of people are starting to look at you like, what's going on, Adam? You supposed to be the leader. Lead. It's like you just letting everybody run wild. And, of course, everybody's recognizing these are people of color that your white ass is contributing from anytime they get looked down on and nothing happens to you you just get to reap the benefits of it so you need to start taking that into more consideration and look i'm i have no problem with adam 22 being into the hip-hop culture talking to people in the streets and interviewing and asking questions i have no problem with that but when it starts to look like you just cold-hearted and only care about your views and don't care about your friends and employees and people that are working with you to help you make money and you're helping them make money too. I don't know, man. I, I don't know what to say. Hopefully this can work out because I think No Jumper has given a lot of opportunities to a lot of people and have ra has raised the profile of a lot of people. That's a positive. But y'all got to stop this, I don't know, this childish buffoonery before it's too late. All right, now, ding, 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 ding. Blueface is challenging academics to a fight in the ring. All right, y'all. See, I know Blueface has been down bad lately. You know, people pretty much saying his music career is over. He don't got no high music. He's only famous for his girlfriend beating him up and violating him and busting him in the back of his head with glass, vacuuming it out and punching him in his eyes and swelling up his eye sockets. And that's the only way he can get a check. You know, he and now Krishan saying she pregnant and the baby is and he denying it. Saying she been with 10 dudes while they was together. So it's just not looking good for Blue. On top of that, he's got into a beef with academics. And everybody knows how academics give it up. Once he started getting that Henny in him, get Henny Demics come out and he turn into Akaveli. Oh, he going rough and rugged. He violating dudes and he's been doing no different with Blueface. Talking about his house is in foreclosure and he wants to purchase his house and kick Blueface out. And you know, Blueface is a crib for real. So there's only so much man's going to take. And he said, you know what, Ak? Because Blueface brought this up. He said, so Ak, you wanted to fight little Baby. So since you going out here and, and, and challenging little Baby to fight, how about you fight me instead? This is what Blueface is saying. So Blueface challenged academics to the fade, catch the fade. He want that one-on-one -on -one with Ak. He want to get in the ring and fight Ak like Ak said he wanted to do with little Baby. Now, academics did respond, which I didn't. Th I thought Ak was going to ignore because academics, he ignored uh, my son when my son said he wanted to fight him. He kind of ignored that. So I thought he was going to ignore Blue too. But Ak said he came out, he really dressed, and he said, you know what, Blue, I'll fight you, but first you got to win your fight with Christian Rock, and then you got to catch the fade with those 10 dudes that Christian Rock uh, messed with while y'all was together. Now, if you ask me, that's Blueface trying to I'm sorry, that's academics trying to get out of it, trying to distract and deflect from the challenge. Because I, I know academics, he, he know Blueface got the man. So we don't know what Lil Baby got. He hasn't been tested out there. He ain't been battle tested. But we've seen Blueface in some, in some boxing matches. So we know what he can do. Ax said he would have to do MMA. He's not going to straight box him. But 
in any event, the challenge is out there. Will academics accept it? I highly doubt it. If he does, this will be huge for hip hop. This will be so crazy. I'd order the pay-per-view. Probably wouldn't order the pay-per-view, but I'd find a way to illegally watch academics versus Blueface in an MMA-style battle. Now, WAC 100, Blueface's manager, has come out, and WAC and, and academics are really cool with each other, but WAC 100's come out and said, hey, we can set this up. It's money to be made. We ain't got to talk about who make the most, who make the least no more. Let's go ahead and get in the ring. So everybody ready for it? You know, act or sorry, Wack is the manager. He ready to set the contract to get everything situated. Blueface is ready because he's tired of academics talking about him. It's all about you, Act. I know you say he got to catch the fade with like 11 people, but what's up? If it's money to be made, will you do it? Now, on academic side, he's still going in on him. He Academics is not backed up from going in on him. He told him you got to fight the 10 dudes that, that, that had your girl. He told him you got to fight Krishan because she keep beating you down. And then once you get through all them, you can get to act. Look, we know that's not going to happen, but academics, will you take a beating for some money? It won't really hurt you. It, in my opinion, and academics have said this as well. Win or lose, it don't really hurt him. If he loses, well, if academics loses to Blueface, everybody going to be like, that's what's supposed to happen. They'll laugh at him. There's always going to be jokes about it. But he'll just go back to talking mess. But if he wins, if he beats Blueface, then, oh, man, it's if y'all thought Blueface was over before, he really over now. And academics, you already know that Henny is finna be flying and he finna be talking that talk if he can beat up Blueface. So overall, I'm entertained. I would love to see the fight. It's probably not going to happen. But you know what? We still got academics rants. So we'll see what goes wrong from there. But this has been very entertaining. Prayers out to Blueface. I know he going through it. And he just trying to find somebody to take it out on. And the loudmouth academics seem like the best person. So I get that. So that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and getting this whack wisdom. And hope that you come back next week to get a little bit more from me. And please make sure if you haven't already to like, comment, subscribe, hit that notification bell so you're notified every time I'm dropping new content on the channel. And if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, please make sure to follow so you're notified every time I drop a new episode on those platforms as well. With that being said, this is the Wackass Podcast, and I am whacking off. It's the Wackass Podcast. Yeah. Talk whack to me. Talk whack to me. Yeah. Talk whack to me. Talk whack to me. It's the Wackass Podcast. Yeah. Talk whack to me. Talk whack to me. Yeah. Talk whack to me. Talk whack to me. Talk whack to me.